Hey, good morning. Come on in. And welcome to Life, Laughs, and Real Estate. You know, after experiencing 20 years in the residential real estate business and three times that in life, I'm really excited to share some knowledge, care, and some stories via this podcast platform. You know, for me, life is not about what I've accomplished or accumulated. It's more about what I can give back and how I can possibly make a difference for others. You know, every month I'm going to talk about something real estate. The pluses, the minuses, some pitfalls, everything that buyers and sellers should probably be aware of. I'm also going to share some life lessons, decades of wisdom that I've passed down to my children, business partners, golf students, and many others. Like staying calm through the storms that life throws at you. I mean, calmness is the crown of self-control. You know, I'll probably talk about the value of a handwritten thank you note. I have to thank my mom for that one. For it's truly one of the greatest uh, sales tools ever. Period. Gotta give a huge shout out to my staff, Angela and Monica, for pushing me over the edge to produce... This podcast, that uh, something that I'm hoping is going to be uh, fun and hopefully informative. You know, it took a while for this to sink in, but I realized the biggest mistake buyers and sellers can make in a real estate transaction is focusing on a number when they're negotiating. I was subjected to this fact on the first deal I ever did. I was representing the buyer. It was like a $330,000 purchase. And both the buyer and seller had dug their heels into the sand. And the deal didn't get done. Over (sighs) $2,000. It's just crazy. But at the time, I just didn't know any better. It was a glaring rookie mistake on my part. You know, I've been in negotiations with a seller where they've said, Chris, I'm not going to take less than a million dollars for my house. You know, and we have 990000 on the table. But because the sellers have their hearts set on a million, the deal didn't get done. Which, again, is crazy. You know, and in an odd way, to me, by the seller not accepting 990000 they just paid nine ninety for their house. You know, it, it, it's th- this negotiating flaw affects buyers as well. About ten years ago, I was uh, representing a friend of mine. Uh, we had found the most perfect house for him in the neighborhood he wanted, uh, and he said, "Chris, I'm not spending more than half a million bucks on this house." And I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! The sellers will take five oh five. You've got the bedroom count you want. You're, you've got southern exposure. You've got the garages. Everything you're looking for for your dream house, which quite frankly is very rare in itself. I said, you're not going to step up? Well, he did. He did step up. And we got the deal done. You know, the bottom line is I try to educate every one of my clients to not fall into a trap of you know, focusing on a number when they're negotiating. Focus on the transaction and let's just try to move forward.
in reality, in five years, the difference in money just really doesn't mean a thing. You know, people who know me best know if I had to do it all over again, I'd probably be a teacher or coach because nothing sets me off more than seeing the light bulb go off when a student gets it. I mean, that really is special. You know, I've been preaching to my kids and others the ABC theory forever. Attitude, balance, and confidence. You know, I believe people who possess these three things can do anything. I mean, if you have a great attitude and no, an attitude where no matter what's thrown your way, you're going to take it and move forward positively. And if you're well-balanced, you know, work hard, play hard. You know, everything's great in moderation type of a person. And if you're confident, have supreme confidence, those people will accomplish whatever they set their minds to. And I'm most likely going to be talking about uh, attitude and balance in coming months. But today I want to focus on confidence. You know, confidence is truly one of the secrets in life. If you had it, things are, if you have it, things are just easier. If you don't, you can become a pressure-filled stress ball. I mean, confidence affects almost everything we do, from asking a girl out on a date to sitting for the ACT, or whether you're about to give a huge sales presentation for your company, or you're about to step up to the plate and the game is on the line. Confidence or the lack of it, bleeds into almost everything we do. Confidence is it's, it's like a fragile plant that needs sunlight. It needs fertilization. It needs watering. It needs time to grow. You can't just flip a switch and attain it. Conf gaining confidence just doesn't happen overnight. Moreover, when the roots do grow deep and the, the plant becomes sturdy and strong that confidence can be crushed very quickly perfect example of that would be Jordan Spieth when he came out on tour he was a world beater he won three major golf championships he was a member of winning Ryder Cup teams and President Cup teams his trajectory was tiger-like it took Spieth two years to get his confidence back same thing for Major League Baseball players when they go into slumps. You know, in both cases, the players press. They just press versus simply getting out of their own way and trusting their instincts. Confidence is 100% mental. Let me say that again. Confidence is 100% mental. And it's built many ways. Experience builds confidence. Preparation. Preparing for that test builds confidence. Repetition and practice. Hitting those baseballs off the tee builds confidence. Positive results builds confidence. Winning. Winning individually or as a team builds confidence. The key is when you're confident, you relax. 
And when you relax and trust yourself, you most likely will perform at your best because you're prepared and you're confident. You know, Duke championship winning basketball coach Mike Krzyzewski teaches the three-second rule. And I'm a huge proponent of it, especially in sports. You can't use it all the time in life. Sometimes you need to evaluate things longer, why things happened. But the three-second rule works in many situations. And it's kind of like this. If you make a mistake at something in life, uh, you're taking the test, asking the girl out, uh, striking out at the plate, um, goofing up in the presentation. Think about it for three seconds and then flush it and move on to the next play. Move on to the next presentation. Move on to the next girl. It's just, you just, you don't need things to fester in your mind. All that does, that doubt, all the doubt does is chip away at your confidence. And um, remember, I mean, it, it takes a lot longer to build confidence than to erase it. The reality is, if you're mentally prepared and have the confidence in what you're about to take on, no matter what it is, you're most likely not going to feel the pressure of the situation. Instead, you're going to relax, and you'll probably perform great, certainly at your best. might not be, the be good enough to get the job done, but you're going to be able to perform at your best. Remember, confidence is 100% mental, and it affects almost everything we do. This concludes the inaugural podcast. Should anyone want to challenge me on anything I said uh, regarding the biggest mistake buyers and sellers make in negotiating or confidence, uh, feel free to email me at chris at chrischristoff.com. Oh, be sure to include your cell phone because I might just give you a jingle. Otherwise, have a great day.